ondas, primos y primas, and welcome back to my primos podcast. My name is Freddy, and with me tonight is my primo and yours, primo behind the scenes, uh, Edin. Say what's up, Edin. Hey, how's it going, primos? Oh yeah, I forgot to mention you're you're on location from from Hawaii. On, I don't know, are you how far how high I how high on a volcano or something are you? Because there's so much wind behind you. No, actually, I'm more like in a valley right now. I'm like, uh, I'm staying with a friend, and where they live is like in a valley, and it's quite beautiful, actually. For is the, this another friend from from the internet? No, this is a, a, a friend from back in the old college days. So okay, so it's not a friend from within the, uh, the, no, the no, no not, world. Not from my world, but I don't know if you can see. It's a really beautiful area. Everywhere this is great podcast, by the way, that they they can they can't see. I see trees. I see gorgeous little yeah. greenery. Yeah. I see bungalows. Yeah. So that's what I see. But primos, thanks for coming back. Of course, the show's here, uh, brought to you for free. All it costs you is a share, a like. Let everybody know we're out here. We're trying to make sure that we have listeners, uh, and of course, just that we have a show to talk about, a show you can enjoy, have fun with. And uh, we're on social media at My Primos Podcast. And Edin, mm-hmm. we have Shikuma is missing again. I heard he t- that he took like a a vision quest in the desert or something. He's just out on his own. <laughs> he so, took uh, some peyote and some peyote and never came back. <laughs> but <laughs> otherwise, it's you and me He's tonight. With the spirits. I don't know, man. Well, hopefully, we we'll hear from him soon. You know, I t- I texted him and uh, no reply. But then randomly I'll get, you know how, I don't know what it is. They'll record their voice and send it to you in a text as opposed to uh, calling you. I have some questions. Okay. Uh, so what's your, what's your take on that? Actually, it's just on audio messages. What's your take on that? Just fucking call me. <laughs> like, like you have time to sit there and record yourself, <laughs> play it back. And then delete it, record it again, <laughs> play it back, and send it. Like, just call me at that point, or just, just, or you can do the voice to text. I mean, yeah, so, I, I don't really do so, the, the send your memo or whatever. So I, I like it. First of all, yes, uh, and that since I'm old school, I rather talk to people. This whole texting thing. Again, to me, my point of texting is I reply when I have time. And when I reply, I'm just going to get to the point. A, B, and C, location, time, <laughs> and any extra details. That's what I like about texting. I'm not here to talk about my emotions. Straight, I, that, that's, I, see, I feel like that's the... I'm, maybe I'm, I'm thinking, trying to think more practical when it comes to text. Now, if I'm driving and I have to, like things have to be said, uh, yeah. Audio message is good. I'll just, you know, press pl- uh, pre- press record and then send it. But if I can, just talk to a person. But why I, I Why wouldn't that. you just call? Why would you send the whole memo? Now, 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 now. Good question. Good question. Good question. It's usually because I don't, I don't get it. Because now, like, since things have changed. Because we're okay. Remember, Stanley, for whatever reason, my mom or your mom would, uh, my mom would call your dad, right? And she just calls, your dad just picks up. Now, apparently, there's like an unsaid, unwritten etiquette that, oh, hey, can I call you? You have to text the person first. 
I don't know. Like maybe I'm just being a boomer, an old timer, like a guy who shakes his fist at the guy. I get what you're like, saying. I get what you're mind. saying. Like right? you have to ask to call. Yeah, and I was like, no, just if I want to call you, I'll call you. And if you're busy, you're busy, and that's it. Right. So <laughs> out of this whole etiquette with phones. No, you know what? Texting, you talk about etiquette. What about yeah. people that? So here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I have my phone and I have a dope ringtone, but I've always mm-hmm. had my phone on vibrate. Like, I don't even have my phone playing a ringtone. And when I do have uh, the ringtone, it's like, like, my, like, Lucia kind of gets annoyed. She goes, oh, that's so loud. Oh, that's so annoying. So I just put it on vibrate. And now I've gotten to the point where, like, I've reset my phone or whatever. I just leave it on vibrate. But I still pick a ringtone. Like, yeah. but it's never on, on ringtone. Or it annoys me when I hear people having the fucking, um, the T-Mobile ringtone, the stock ringtone. Uh. That you get with the phone, you know? It's fucking annoying. Well, I guess this really dates us because, yeah, I remember you would uh, hear the song that you like, record it, and then make that your ringtone. So, no, but now it's just apps for everything. But no, um, <laughs> I'm the type of guy that if you text me, mm-hmm. I try to get back to you as soon as possible. Yeah. Like right then and there. Like, you text me, okay, oh, shit. They want a quick response. Boom, 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 boom. I feel it's rude if I text you. And then two hours later, you go, no, or the, or the next day sometimes. Oh, hey, man, see? what's up? Or don't reply oh, at okay. all. But if I, so, no, si yo me demoro, you're all mad at me, you know? Okay, okay. No, see, to me, I see it, at least the way I see it is, like, again, uh, if it's an urgency, okay, you would call. You would call. Again, there's noise, whatever, right? We all like, or you're at the club, whatever. You, then you send a text yeah. message, right? Because you're not going to hear it. But people often even, yeah. like, they always check their phones. They'll not hear the ring, but the people usually check their phones and, and they'll see a text message. Even, like, like whatever, to right? a fault, people will check their phone. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so yeah, I don't know. That's, I, I, this is, like, little uh, stuff that I think I want once in a while. Like, uh, I want to call my buddies or friends. And, like, oh, what are you doing? Like, why did why did you call me? Like, what the fuck? So, I don't know. Oh, like, like they get bothered text. by it? Yeah, like like if it's I'm bothering them, like man, just pick up this goddamn phone or don't pick up at all. And I don't know, I just won't get butthurt. But just the fact like they get butthurt that I just call them without uh, priming them to like, hey, I'm gonna call you. <laughs> but here's my hypocrisy: when I just get a call, they're like, oh man, you should have let me know first. <laughs> Why? Why? Why is that? What, so hold on. What's the legit reason they give you? Like, did you ever ask them? Like, why? Why can't I just call you? Why do I have to text first? No, no, they just don't. Again, uh, there's up to now nobody has given me a good reason. I don't care, dude. If you want to call me, I'll pick up the phone, or like you said, ignore you. But I've gotten yeah. better about the texting. Like, if someone text messages me, I usually think about if they just messaged me because they want a response right then and there. Right? Okay. That's how I look at I'm it. The, the way I see it is, is uh, the way at least the way I see it is, if if it's something important, you will call and leave a message or text message, right? The, uh, but if it's just a text, if you if the your first way medium of contact is through text, I don't know. I feel like it's not that urgent. I mean, you'll see it. Oh, okay, it's urgent or not? But I don't know. To me, it's like if so. I, what if I go? Uh, what if I text I you and I go, calls. "Hey, Edina, are you busy uh-huh. right now? I really got to talk to you. Can you talk?" Well, there you, you told me right then and there, right? You just say, hey, I need to talk, right? Yeah. But if it would have been really busy, that life or death or whatever, I feel like you would have called me first. 
Yeah. Right. The worst you can do is ignore my call. Yeah. And then obviously it's urgent. So you text me, hey, it's urgent call, right? So I don't know. That's at least not that I'm saying I'm incorrect, but uh, no, but I don't do the voice, the voice memo thing. I think it's kind of like just call me or text me. That in between, yeah, the, it's kind of like mm. I, the the function where I find it useful is for if I'm driving, and the person like yo, I need like uh, yeah, everybody has had that call like hey, where's the keys at to this? It's I need it. The where's the baby's this or that the prescription? Oh, oh how often I do you get text, that call? Right? The where the baby's prescription is? I mean, you got no kids. No, I know. I mean, with some of the people that I live with, you know, they have oh, okay, like okay, others cool. there, so. There have been times like that, yeah, like, oh, you where's have this? such or... an interesting life. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, no, but you know what bothers uh, yeah, me about cars, though, and cell phones? What? Is the people that drive around in, like, newer-ish cars, at least cars mm-hmm. that are 10 years old, right? That's mm-hmm. new-ish. Mm-hmm. And they're talking with their phone hands-free, like, no, a speakerphone. And they're mm-hmm. holding the phone up to their head as they're driving. I'm like, that car has Bluetooth. I guarantee you that car has Bluetooth. Why the fuck is your car... And your phone not paired like and you're driving a brand new tesla but you're holding the phone up to your face it says it says a lot about us i guess because me i have a car that it's like you just said like within the within the last decade and uh and yeah and it's uh exactly i put it i put it to i I paired it with my with my car and yeah it's, it's so useful right uh but you're right i have seen people uh, with uh, high tech cars or whatever, and they they have to be attached to their phone. I don't know. I don't know what, what it bothers it says me. Something. I don't know what it, it says. Something, but I don't know what it says. Dude, I even saw like the, uh, some TV show randomly, right? Reality show. I forget what it was. Yeah. No, hold on. I don't know. I'm not gonna play that card. I know what it was. It was a show about a girl that owns like a beauty shop, and she's really famous for doing nails. I don't know. Somebody out there will correct me, <laughs> but. <laughs> Her sister drives like a brand new Mercedes, has a fucking like tablet as her console, and she's holding yeah. the phone up to her face, talking to it. <laughs> and the and the fucking tablet says "phone not paired," or something like "phone paired" or "phone something with the phone." Like it's letting okay. you know, like okay. like bitch, it's right there. Use it, <laughs> and it it just bothers the shit out of me, man. It just really does. Along with uh, oh check this out. So today we're driving <laughs> around. And we got like sideswiped by some fucking asshole, like really, really? bad. Like, yeah, I ran really? off the road. Like, I was driving, and that fool wanted to merge, and he didn't merge with the with the blinkers on, and he was speeding mm-hmm. up. And I was like, fuck it, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give him the space. I was kind of being like, you know what, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give you, I'm not gonna hit the brakes, I'm not gonna back off. Like, I'm going at my speed, I'm going, just fucking chill. But he wouldn't, and so he basically swooped in, and when he swooped mm-hmm. in without the the turn signal, I I fucking. Mm-hmm. I jerked the car around, whatever, and they took off. And I was like, motherfucker, right? And yeah. we keep driving or whatever. Then some other guy, a big truck shows up, and it blows the fucking, it has like diesel, those smokestacks. Oh, yeah? And it blows the black smoke, like, pfft, for no fucking reason, and just takes off and is being a dick. On you or what? Just in general, like me and the three other cars got covered in black oh. smoke. But what I'm getting to what is that. The... Wait, 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 let me cut you off, sorry. So is it was it one? I forgot what it's called, but it's like yeah, I saw this in Texas uh, last year that I was there. Last time I was there, it's like, but it's like, cause I know they have like big ass cars, whatever, and they and they modify it so that it throws black yeah. smoke. It's not because it's the, the natural the the exhaust of the car. 
No, it's the the one that they do it on purpose. Yeah, it's on purpose. Like ah, they. Motherfucker. And motherfucker. one thing I've noticed is that as I drive around this world, especially in Texas, is that mm-hmm. asshole drivers have super dark tint on their windows all the way around. And I always thought there's a it's illegal to have tint that dark, right? But I started I started feeling like an asshole. Like, why do I care that their tint is that dark? But I started noticing that the more and more assholes I run into on the road, they all have that super black tinted. You can't see them at all. It's a common trait. I see. It's a yeah. common trait. Have you noticed that? So, I mean, right now that you mentioned that, I don't know. Like, I can't, I cannot think of a specific incident with myself, but when i see like douchey drivers i don't know just at least or they get I, I get the impression that they're douchey yes like that that comes into mind tinted way tinted illegal tinted uh windows so I, you're right I, I i mean or at least they're you're like you have your your, your finger on the pulse on something there's there. something there because i feel that they feel emboldened like oh they can't see me you know like what do I care if they give you the finger or they look at you? Because I'm scared of two reasons. One, Texas. And Texas just passed that law that anybody can carry a gun, right, pretty much. And road wage, you can sit here and tell me you're calm, you're cool and collected, but when you get run off the road, when you get cut off, when someone yeah. is just being blatant and asshole, you lose it. I, it's hard, man. And then I start noticing yeah. that, oh, let me see. Yep, the guy has all tinted windows dark black tinted windows I'm like there's no way that's legal then i become that guy is like maybe i should go get tinted windows so i could be an asshole and run <laughs> people off the road uh, uh, i mean i don't know about you but i've witnessed some road rage from family members oh yeah won't say, like what? Won't, won't say won't say okay yeah i won't mention names but let's just say that what I've does seen it end that. in walter no it <laughs> ends with uh higher up the chain uh, but let's okay. just say that it, it, it involves uh, lead flying, lead and, and sharp things. So yeah, like, oh, road rage. You're, you're just, just going to leave it like that? Like I'm going to leave it like that. Tell me cause... a story. Like you're leaving us. Oh no, no, I mean, I mean, uh, there's several. I guess okay. Here's here's one story because it's old. Uh, this one said person right was driving down. Uh, we were going from Rialto to L.A. and again. Uh, uh, somebody, I don't know what actually because I just remember happening. I don't know what what triggered this person to react like this, but this person got mad and uh, pulled out the gun that he was carrying and pop, 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 right to the like to the person's car. And I was like, God damn! Like out the window, like, like while it was moving. Yeah, just like while driving like a and, fucking and, movie. And, and, now I didn't see. Uh, yeah, just like exactly just how you see in the movies. But I was uh, a child. And I didn't see if it hit or connect, but I just know that bullets flew. Man. I was like, shit. I do get so. nervous because you hear shit on the freeway. In L.A., right, they were talking yeah. about there was shootings happening on the freeway, like, recently. Oh, yeah, yeah. I recently, yeah, yeah, was it, yeah. was it called? The recently there was one where, recently there was one where, over like. Over by the, where you guys live, right? Over there in the like, Riverside yeah. area, San Bernardino area, where there was a I, kid I, died, like a three-year-old, that some guy was shooting airsoft guns. And oh, then really? tried to, yeah, then they, they killed a little boy. Oh, I don't know about that, but yeah, I do. But something does bring about something a kid, and and yeah. But I, I saw a video, like the news showed showed on the video, 
that there was two cars and one person was the car that was behind the other car stepped out was being sneaky about it that they stepped out of the car it was like the driver right uh the car that was behind stepped out of the car and tried to sneak up on the driver from the car in front and pull out the gun and just went up to try to shoot him but luckily the the car the car in front got away but the person still shot at it so so we don't know so yeah i mean i think that's one thing uh kind of like i do not you i don't like being in big crowds simply because uh like when i go to kickbacks or something and anything like that i don't like being at bars i don't like going to clubs because there's always trying somebody trying to prove something to somebody and all they need is you to 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 touch your sneaker to theirs like that episode on on boondocks and you they didn't apologize fast enough and you know things happen so i don't know uh that's why i like when i do stuff small gatherings people that i know because if they do flip on you you know how they flip You've dealt with it. So anything where I don't know people, uh, I'm more cautious myself. I mean, that's everywhere. Because you never right? know. It's everywhere. Yeah, anywhere. It is every- and now, like you said, like you posted, Texas, uh, like now in Texas, for sure, you, you know, be extra nice, you know, bring out that Southern hospitality, you know, Southern, that Southern etiquette. Like, <sighs> hey, It's hard, man. Home? It is hard because yeah. here you would think that's the thing, but people are so emboldened here. Like, let me give you an example, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody, just bear with me. But if you're driving down a road, okay, mm-hmm. and let's say you're gonna park your car in front of your friend's house, okay, mm-hmm. when you park your car, how do you park your car? Do you park your vehicle facing in the direction you're driving on that side of the road, or do you, or you, or do you park it the other way around? Like if he lives so let's say, okay, so let, let me see if I understand you. Okay, right? So yeah. you're yeah. driving whatever direction you're driving, right? You're, you're on the right side of the road. Right. You're driving the correct you're, you're, way. Right, right. And, and your friend lives. And their house a, is on the left side, right? The house is on the left side. Okay. Usually so you would do a U-turn and you would park in front of their house facing the right away. Right direction. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Right here. I see people parking mm. however the fuck they want in front of their houses, in front of streets. And then I'm I'm so like Cali- I don't know if it's a California thing or the laws are different, but here it's like that's that's allowed, that's normal, it's not a big deal. That type of uh, of uh, attitude bugs me because I'm like that's not right. You're not supposed to park that way. It, you know you're not supposed to. I, I want to say uh, right. Let's play devil's advocate. Right. I want to say as long as the way they park, like if the way they park doesn't impede anybody else from from getting out i guess it's good because you know if it's forwards or backwards or flipped the car's gonna still occupy the same space <laughs> right does. but, but that's what yeah. is wrong with me because i'm like but, i'm the guy that has a problem with that or you know when you go in front of a store like a grocery store in our case here it's walmart target whatever yeah. people park right in front on the side not go to a mm-hmm. parking spot but they park right by the doors where it says like loading, unloading, you know, like a fire zone, you know, fire trucks pull up there. Yeah. And they just sit there with the engine on waiting for their party to go in, do their shopping and come back out and load up the car. And there's foods like lined up three cars at a time waiting for whoever went into the store to come back out. And no, it's, it's just it's, it's, it's just that clear disrespect to the community. 
like it's it's me, fuck the rest, and like it's, that's one of the pros and cons of the United States, where it's because uh, uh, of the rest of the world. For example, right, right now, some of the the, the the people that I'm staying with, they're of Japanese descent, and when I went to their country, when I went to Japan, yo, know, that's one thing I wish that we had a little bit more here in the U.S. Where they, in in the like, uh, just to paraphrase something that they say, it's like, uh, don't, don't, whatever you do should not inconvenience the people around you. Uh, and that's where something I that's something I wish we had a little bit more here in the U.S. Maybe not to extend because my Japanese friends have told me how society standards brings puts a lot of stress on them. Whereas basically you have to shape your life for the rest of the community and yeah that's not good either but just i just like that communal sentiment that they have of harmony the hate whatever you do don't bother the people because we all got to deal with your bs and uh, for and this places like texas where it's like it's my way or the highway well there's a lot of people so there's a lot of highways i guess right so you're bound to clash dude but it happens so much where it's common practice but oh i'm so this is a thing come on you yo right I'm the fool that's going to go get his windows tinted, everybody's illegal mm-hmm. tint, and get pulled over <laughs> driving home from the fucking from the, the car shop. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm the guy that's going to park in front of Walmart and sit there with my engine on and get a fucking ticket. Like, hey, you can't be here. Move. You know, like, I feel like that's going to happen to me. And it's like, a piece of me feels a little bit like, maybe, I guess I'm being honest. It's like, why mm-hmm. the fuck can he, but I can't? Yeah, like, no, you feel cheated. And, uh, and maybe that's, Cause I, 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 I don't, maybe I don't it's know, maybe just maybe me. Just, maybe it's just maybe, me, man. You know. No, to me, maybe is like a, I don't know. Maybe I'm painting this person in my head, but the, but this person that would do such a thing is they think that they're the ones. Oh, um, I'm, I'm a rebel. I live out the true American way. Blah 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 mm. blah blah. Because I park, <laughs> because the way I park, and I don't wear a mask. But uh, yeah, uh, true. But, but, Right, true, so they're true. trying to be real rebels, but in reality, when things when when reality does set in to their and consequences come to their actions, you know, you, we all see those videos. People break, they buckle, like oh, police brutality, like uh, like all those dudes who went to the cat, rush Capitol Hill, and when yeah. they were found and they were like denied, uh, they were put on a no fly list. Oh, now what, what happened to all your rebelness? You know, oh, what happened to you sticking to your guys? No, they start busting out crying because things didn't go their way. So I don't know. That's the people that I picture when they do such things like that. Yeah, like, but I feel like because <laughs> nobody ever calls them on their shit, they keep doing it, and then they get emboldened to do more shit and more other things that inconvenience people uh, can be an issue just exactly. in general. Like exactly, oh, yes. yeah, it's a how you say it? it's a it's a cycle that kind of like feeds itself. Where people are like, no, nah, just let it go because uh, you don't want to, uh, you don't want to uh, further the the uh, like make things worse, right? And I'm and I know that they depend on that. Like that, that's where they're banking on. That's where they're banking on. Like, oh, they don't want to make a scene, uh, and that's how they get by. Oh, shitty, now they miss this. You know, you know, you know, you know who gets on my nerves? People like when it comes to driving. And again, you know what? Now that you mentioned it, yeah, tinted windows. It's like, right? It's it's either a one lane, whatever amount of lanes, right? But the lanes, all of them are full. And you have the shoulder. And the shoulder is like big enough to to yeah. to allow yeah. regular sized cars. And people start 
hop on the shoulder and cut you off. Like they'll they'll ride along the all on the off ramp or on ramp, and they'll, they'll ride it they'll ride it until once they get up to the light, and then they start to shove in and they start to try to go in into you. Like oh, and they try oh yeah, let me in, let me in. Or and I, I don't know that to me is like man, I wish when that happens, either I wish I had a big car like a tank like car or a shitty car. We're like you know what, fuck it, let's let's destroy this shit. No, no yeah, piece of me feels like you know what, man, hit me. Your car, your Ferrari, or whatever your Maserati, excuse me, is gonna take a lot more damage than my fucking little Volkswagen. Like I'll yeah. be okay. Unfortunately, some of the times that this happened is like because I'm riding with somebody else. Because in that situation, if they hit me, they have it to lose because I'm in the right of way. I'm, I'm, I am where I'm supposed to be. If they are not, but I'm like, oh, we, we always have like, oh, keep the harmony, keep the harmony. We don't want to start thing. We don't. But wanna, if we don't uh, call people trouble. on their shit, just not to driving, but it feels like driving has this protection because you're in a car and road rage has this scary thing. But how many <laughs> times haven't we talked about where we have to call people on their shit for being racist, sexist, for being just. <laughs> an asshole in general in public like we always say mm-hmm. call them out on their shit you know how can we correct things if you don't call them out on their shit we're letting people get away with this like road rage has this whole like fear against it like hey dude they can have a gun they can have a gun yeah. anywhere but why is yeah. the car this like special sanctum for these people well at least okay uh, you give me yours your reason i'll give you my reason my at least my reason is specifically especially now especially now because what I had to buy a, a new car, like like twenty at the time when I bought it was new. It was del año. Uh, you, Hawaii now, carro del año, <laughs> going to sex parties. Man. Oh man, it's called it's called debt, man. It's called debt, and 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 yolo, I guess. Uh, no, but uh, to me it's the like yolo man, oh, I, want to just, I just want to crash this shit, but like, fuck, man. Uh, I co-signed this car with my sister, and if they trash it, they're gonna. As you start thinking about material stuff, like man, I can't, I can't afford this. I can't afford to wreck this thing. You can't afford That's for some guy to jump out of the car with a bat and like fuck up your windshield. Is that what? Exactly. I can't afford that because if it happens, and and if they escape, because there've been a couple of times where something happens to me, and I go to the cops, it's like, I'm oh, sorry, can't help you. And I was like, so you know, you just like <laughs> you, you start overthinking things. But only recently, with a, I was with a friend of mine. Uh, if you're listening, my friend Wolf, uh, she, wolf. Uh, my wolf, my friend Wolf, uh, were, this person was riding with me, and I was just driving at regular speed. I was driving. So at you were the speed. one driving the vehicle. I was driving the vehicle, right? And I turned into my lane, right? And I saw a car that was coming fast, but they were far away, and and the, there was traffic. To, to a halt so when i was driving in there was the traffic was stopped so i see this car coming fast but traffic is, is all lanes are full and he had to stop anyways right so i see i come in and this car is coming fast and they had to slow down because of me right because i was coming in and i and i so and he had I to was, slow down a right. car earlier pretty much yeah that, pretty much they had to start a car down there. now if i was like the whole lanes were open and i just slowed him down but even then, he could switch, switch lanes in that situation. But the thing is, this car, regardless, had to slow down. There was no reason for this car to go in that fast. So, but it had to slow down even faster because I came in, right? And I did everything legally. But when I was going, they were, like, riding me. They were riding my ass. And then at that point, I was like, I just stopped the car. I was like, okay. Well, I was like, 
Because why are you riding there? You're not supposed to go in this. Side. So was this Stop on the, the freeway park. or on the on the? Oh, no, on the street. I like street? it was in the okay. street, uh, like a principal, in the calle principal. I stopped right, and then when it came to a point where there there was enough room on my right side for them to to get right up to me, and it was like a, it was like a Camaro or something. They were, and there was like a muscle, it was a muscle car, a brand new muscle car. Right. And they come up to me, basically we started throwing words and everything. And I was mad. I was like, I was like ready. Okay, dude, fuck. Like, I know you're probably going to fuck me up. It'll, I'm going I'm to at least try to poke your eyes. I'll gouge your eyes or something. God. Fuck it. Right. But then it hit me. I'm with my friend. I cannot let my road rage put this person in danger. So when the, when is it, once my, my senses start to kick in, I say, you no, know, I was, then I started to be, I guess, patronizing. Well, uh, you know what? You shouldn't be driving this way. And you know what? Have a good day. Have a, let, let the Lord bless your day. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, I struggle with that a lot because I'm driving and I get yeah. like, this is the thing. If you're a passenger in somebody's car, I hate being a passenger. Like I can't be yeah. a passenger because I'm always like, oh, you're driving weird or you're driving too slow or maybe you're driving too fast. Like you're kind of, you're not in control. It's passenger yeah, syndrome, because, right? I mean, uh, yeah, at the, yeah, but at the end of the day, it's, I mean, we just talk it's because you're not in control, right? Because yeah, it's same thing when when my brother, when my younger brother would drive, and like, man, why is this food driving so fast? Like, why is he right behind those cars, giving space? So I, <laughs> I would just chalk it up to you know, you yeah, know, I just yeah. it's because I'm not in control. So, but when you're driving twins, your vehicle, and someone uh-huh. cuts you off, it's just a total asshole to you, like. Mm-hmm. Something takes over. Like, let's be real here. I don't know what it is. Like, maybe it's because it's like you you feel you're controlling this what two three thousand three thousand pound machine, whatever it is, and you feel powerful. Is it that that you feel like, like fuck you? Well, I, can do I think something it, well, it maybe I, for sure because everybody. I'm pretty sure everybody feels a bias that we're all the perfect driver, right? And so when something happens, even if it's partly all for all fault or all of our fault, but no, I'm right. You were driving too slow, even if we're driving too fast or whatever the reason. And, and then like, no, I'm right. You're wrong. You're the piece of shit. And I've seen friends drive like, and I think to myself, actually, you're the one in the wrong. But fuck it, you know what? If things go down, I got your back. Girl. Uh, so, I don't I mean, know, I man. Think in, in the road, I think in the road, the vast majority of people are just biased. And, I don't know. I have yeah. a, I have issues probably like, saying I'm out loud in public with you guys. It's like, mm. yeah, I, I should ease up on certain things. Like it shouldn't bother mm. me, but it does. It's just like, like we talk about freedom no, of speech, I mean, right? Like, okay, freedom of yeah. speech is allowed, but it's like, doesn't mean you can be an asshole and a racist just because freedom of speech. I noticed, you, you know, my I, for myself, the same thing. I've I know noticed that I'm more, but yeah. for myself, sorry to interrupt. Uh, I've noticed that for myself, I'm more aggressive. I have more episodes of, I'm not going to say road rage. I mean, I guess just cussing, this road, just cussing. And let's say it doesn't pass from March. No, I think road rage rage means like getting out of the car. That's road rage for me. So you have to step out of the car. That's what I would think. Let me see. Let me see. Go keep talking. I'm going to look up urban dictionary what road rage means. But at least for me, at least for me, uh, the time that I've been aggressive is when somebody, I have a passenger, maybe because I'm thinking, yo, you just put this person's life at risk. And that's look at me, me entiende, me. Oh, como dicen los puertorriqueños, me, me, me dejan en fuego now. Right? 
Yeah, because I, I maybe that's what kicks in, you know, just being going on protecting mode. Like, yo, you just put this person that I'm riding with uh, in danger, all because of whatever reasons, right? But yeah, I think now that you mentioned what is now that like let's define what's real rich. I think so, you're right. So uh, you know, we here on my primo's podcast, we we do two definitions. So the first one is to the <laughs> Urban Dictionary. Okay. Taking, oh, Urban Dictionary. Taking the your source rate, of the source of 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 the urban of the community, yeah, uh, which we're. Right. Urban uh, urban accuracy. There you go. Uh, road rage. Taking your rage out on the road. Okay. Especially on those motherfuckers who cut you off or tailgate you. That guy cut me off. What the shit? I'm going to kill that fucking son of a bitch. You ain't getting away <laughs> from me, motherfucker. So, yeah. that's uh, and The other one is this one. Road rage is okay. a condition that is created when lazy, uninterested, and or overworked traffic cops let ignorant drivers operate their vehicles in an illegal and aggressive manner that irritates the drivers around them. The end result is road rage. Road rage can result in anything from foul gestures to to offending assholes being shot. That's the so, uh, urban dictionary. So the bare minimum is foul gestures, which I would include language. You would include language. Foul gestures. Uh, I don't know, like if if foul if foul uh, gestures count, then I think hurling insults would count too. Because Here's Webster's dictionary. Many... You ready? Mm-hmm. Road rage is, is an aggressive or angry behavior exhibited by motorists. These behaviors mm-hmm. include rude and verbal insults, physical mm-hmm. threats, or dangerous driving methods targeted towards another driver or non-drivers, such as pedestrians or cyclists. In an effort mm-hmm. to intimidate or release frustration. Okay, it just hit me right now. So, but don't you think this would be? Uh, it's localized, or at least it depends on where you're at. Because LA, well, uh, I mean, uh, I, I I would say LA, it's like nor like average, right? Like. Uh, because right here, right now, these days that I've been driven, that I've been driven around by my friends, and I have not seen anything that's remotely road rage. Everybody, when they when we, they let everybody, all oh, the aunties to step in, and they let and they let them in uh, into traffic, they give them the shaka sign, right? Like, oh, like thank you, that's their thank you, right? They'll do this, I guess. Anybody, if you want to know what the shaka sign is, just look it up. Uh, kind of like see. the. The thumb and the pinky, and your rest of your fingers are in the middle, and you kind of like a surfer yeah, kind of thing. Like, exactly. Yeah, like the things there you go the surfer. Because you're in Hawaii, surfer. I get it. Okay. Yeah. So, and I'll see that like, oh, pretty cool. So basically, uh, and I even uh, on my on my college is a professor who was here from Hawaii. They said, uh, oh, like uh, they've done studies here where they've let a whole green light pass by and nobody honked the horn. Okay, hold on, stop right there. Uh-huh. That's a fucking pet peeve of mine. So here's two yeah. things to that. Okay, one, when I'm at a green light. I count to like three or four, and then I go. Because uh-huh. fools be speeding past the red light. Yeah. They can hit you. Yeah. That's that's me, right? Mm-hmm. But if it passes at three or four seconds and the guy's in front of me and he's not moving, I honk the horn. But then assholes will sit there and be like, what? They're not moving now because I honked the horn? They sit there just to be assholes or slowly. Mm-hmm. I had one guy sit there until it was turning almost red and then took off. Just to be an asshole. <laughs> guess uh, what? No, but he, guess what? At least what? Tinted windows all the way around. Ah. All the way around. <laughs> the tinted window theory. Oh my god. No, but I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Uh, 
so yeah, at least with that study that my professor said, it's been a while, so I don't remember all the details, but basically the they were trying to see who were, the, I guess, the most aggressive or like something, uh, I guess the people who were more in a rush in here and, and, and Hawaii, uh, it was where a whole light went past, a whole green light passed by, and nobody showed any forms of aggression or honking the horn or nothing. Everybody was just chill, like, yo, hey, yo, man, just vibe out or whatever. So... For, for I guess uh, so if we if we from one to ten LA I feels like it's like especially like downtown LA uh, maybe like a five or five six uh, and maybe New York is worse where people just like blow up if you don't leave the five seconds before it turns green I don't know but yeah I don't know, here I, but I do I do I do feel like it, it depends where you are at. Where the the culture, the mood of, it, uh, of the people uh, of the people is, because here everything's chill. Every, I have rarely heard honking, and if I have, it's because maybe they're saying like thank you or something. <laughs> L.A. Well, yeah, L.A. They're honking to say thank you, man. Hawaii seems yeah. chill. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, up to now, I'm pretty sure there's some, you know, because even my friends, uh, they've told me a little about some of the stuff that goes down. I hear like how. Some I, heard, areas. I heard there's so much like in Hawaii. Like I don't know, my sister went there for her honeymoon, mm-hmm. and she loved it. She got an Airbnb <laughs> and hung out on the beach and just went around, yeah. you know, just driving around. Yeah. But I've heard too, like Hawaii can be like dark and scary and shit. Like there's like a lot of crime. Is there? Is that the case? I mean, have you uh, felt good there? I mean, what's Hawaii I like felt, for you? This just this is just the second time that I've been here. But where I live, but where I've been is Waikiki and Honolulu, and the area called Waikiki, and that to begin with is already the touristy area. So it seems like it's safe as fuck. But my friends were telling me, oh, well, there's some areas. I think it's the west side, the west side of the island, where you'll see the majority of what, like, I guess either like the majority of actual native, native Hawaiians. And they're like, that's their, what's it called, reservation area. And that's where, you know, they... Shit goes down. Shit goes down. That's because that area hasn't been gentrified yet. Or I don't know how it goes. But basically, you know, they, okay, you know what? They share some similar, this island, which we consider paradise, also have their things going on, you know? Well, yeah, where they're they human screw. beings, dude. And people yeah. gentrify it and tourists kill shit. Like, El Salvador, right? My sister mm-hmm. and my mom were talking about they want to go to Salvador. My mom's like, oh, I want to go to El Puerto and stay in my mom's house. My mm-hmm. sister was like, fuck that. Why can't I go to the touristic places that white people go to El Salvador? You know, why come we always got to go to El Puerto or to where we grew up? She goes, I've been there. Well, I've experienced I- that. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. cool with that. But my wife that's never been to El Salvador, that's Mexican. And she's like, yeah, I ain't down to, to all of us be sleeping in the same bed with rats flying in from the fucking roof, the tin roof, you know? First of all, what's wrong with that? That's our people. <laughs> God damn, man. Go I'm not talking about people. I'm talking about real rats. I'm not calling people rats, but the point is, she wants to <laughs> go to like, the, the, the touristy <laughs> places. She wants to, you know, I, how many times I've been to Salvador and I've never been to the pyramids? Never. I've never been to El Tuco where like the poles are like... Surfing competitions happen. It's the most gorgeous beaches in the world, apparently, for that. Never been. I always been to El Puerto, La Cancha de los Tiburones, and, and El Campamento, and, like, you know, like just, like, hood. I, think, I know. I think it's that mentality that that's not for us. That's for them, whoever them or they are, right? But, no, no, Why? I guess what you mean. Because, yeah. No, I, I guess one is, uh, is, I think it's just, again, it's just in the back of our head. Why? We don't know. 
but it's just that nah, we can't afford it. Nah, that's you know we're not supposed to go there because we are us and we are lower, and that place is for the best of the best of the world. Uh, so you just stick to what you know, stick to what you're expected to be. I mean, I'm guessing I'm just throwing. I know, mean, when's the last time you went to Salvador? Have you gone back? I know you travel here and there, but have you gone to Salvador in the last? 2018. 2018 was the first. It was like after after two decades and and plus since I was since I was last there, and uh, and my yeah man, it was. Uh... But you know what? Actually, it wasn't as bad as everybody painted it to be. It was actually Salvador was actually. My, I took a friend of mine. You know, he's from he's from you know he's a, a dude from uh, he's a family family from the like around Pakistan, uh, and so he's never been there, right? He's never been there. I took him. I took him to the capital, San Salvador, and he was staying with family me in the capital. And when we took him to the mall, and he's like, "Yo, these El Salvador has better at least this the mall that it was." Well, actually, I, I, maybe it's the only mall, I don't know. But that, <laughs> at least that mall, he's like, man, those malls are better than the ones that we have in Riverside. And it was. It was, like, super... Hey, you know what? But Riverside's kind of kind of shitty. I'm no, no. Riverside's a lot of crystal meth no. and, and biker <laughs> gangs out there in Riverside. Uh, just, hey, man, don't smack talk about Riverside. Riverside is nice. What's fucked no, up is Riverside, Riverside is not near any rivers. It's just dry. Oh, uh, no, no, no. It, no. it is. It is not what you think. Not the river you think <laughs> it's not. No, it's... Riverside. Riverside is actually really nice. Oof, dude, you see those houses in Riverside, and you think, okay, this is straight Reagan votes. These these people voted for Reagan back in the eighties. And they're still the big, here. Beautiful, big, beautiful houses. But yeah, you know. Anyway, you see, they're making but... a Ronald Reagan movie. They are. Yeah, with the uh, Dennis Quaid. Dennis huh. Quaid is gonna play Ronald Reagan. I would like to watch that. I need oh. to see Cheney. Cheney was good. Uh, no, Vice. The the one where uh, it was about Cheney and Bush. Yeah. I need to see that. Christian Bale paid Cheney. But anyways, yeah. The thing was, El Salvador had awesome malls. And my my buddy, you know, who... Uh, you know what I remember I from guess... Salvador? The last time I was yeah. there, I was in junior high. So that was yeah. a very, very long time. Many moons ago. Before yeah. the iPhone. If that helps our younger ah. listeners. Um, way before the iPhone. Way before the year 2000. God. So that's Damn. a long time ago. I remember the Beatles, uh, Ed Sullivan show. No, I'm playing. I'm not that old. But what is um, <clears throat> what I remember? We are that most... old. We, the show was out. The Ed Sullivan show was out when we were like we were kids. But anyway, sorry to cut you off. No, what I'm saying is, um, I remember Salvador, and I had good memories. Okay. Mm-hmm. But what did we do when at that age I was like a teenager? So honestly. Unless I knew other teenagers, we would go out, ride a bike. Uh, maybe because my dad gave me some money, we go buy some pupusas or some random junk food, mm-hmm. and then we come home and watch TV and go to sleep. And then the next morning, we go visit somebody, or go to the beach, and that was it. Uh, my sister was like, "I want to go to Salvador and experience what white people experience in El Salvador. I'm tired of going to El Puerto and seeing all the pobreza and everything. Like I, I know that. Yeah, I've seen it." We understand it. We know where we're from, but I don't want to go nah, there anymore. No, it's simple because they got us good, man. They got us good. It's all internalized, and and we don't question it. Just to give you like a side note, uh, how we don't question it. Uh, one time I was at Stater Brothers and I saw a box, you know, a Stater box Brothers of, like a, a, a grocery store, right? The grocery store, yes, okay. that's us, yeah. 
Uh, so I was at, at the store and I saw a box of uh, ice cream, you know, the the variety pack, right? It has the, the, the hey, you know, shout truck. out to the box of ice cream, like <laughs> not the bucket, but the box of ice cream that you actually have to like peel to get into the ice cream. Shout out to the box of Neapolitan ice cream from Ralph's in Southern California. Uh, you have to peel stuff. off the, bl- the brick of ice cream you got shout out to that ice cream yeah. oh but yeah like i was saying uh i saw that box of variety pack and my i saw it and i want it but no why why and it's like oh because you know my mom came to my head her voice started talking say oh we can't have it because you know we're broke we can't afford it you know blah 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 and it was like and then it hit me no i'm fucking 30 years old i can buy it if i want to you can buy what anything I think everybody here on the show, you can buy whatever ice cream you want. Okay? Exactly. I was denying myself because my mom's voice came into it's my head. It's conditioning, dude. Struggle, yeah, it's conditioning. And her voice of the struggle came in. No, we can't afford these things. We can only afford huevos, tortillas, y arroz, y frijoles. And oh, and the bag, of, uh, the bag of cereal. The fucking just oh, and, giant and the bag, bag of Fruit Loops. Not the box, <laughs> but the bag of off-brand Fruit Loops. Yeah. Yeah. So no. So yeah. And then it hit because I I remember this day clearly. I was just walking like and it, and all this happened in an instant. And I saw it, like, oh man, I want some, but now you know, my mom was talking to me in my head. Right, like now we can't afford it, blah, blah. And then they hit me like, no nah, man, I'm a fucking adult. I'm thirty plus years old. I want it. I'll get it. So. <laughs> but the same so, thing yeah. goes for now. You know, not only like food or consumer things or vacations, but you're right. It's like oh, that's rich people shit. I remember. Yeah. I, and I say not just rich, but in our eyes, honestly, it was just we just figured we attributed to people with money or higher class than we yeah. did. Like an example, like I remember my mom le regalaban ropa, right, from a family friend that had old, older kids, and then we would inherit their clothes, right, because we just mm-hmm. my mom couldn't really go buy a lot of clothes for us, so they wouldn't mm-hmm. basically, hey, you know what? Here's some shit my kids don't want anymore. Go ahead and you can have it. I vividly remember. Getting a shirt, and this is so '90s. Gotcha. Remember the Gotcha <laughs> brand of T-shirts? Yeah, dude, look it up. Gotcha. It was symbol like a hand, like a symbol was like a hand, and it was very '90s, like swirls and soups. But it was Gotcha, that brand Gotcha. Ah. And I'm gonna look it up. and uh, it, it, I remember getting like a sh- like a opening up a garbage bag full of clothes and a sweater or a shirt came out the Gotcha brand. And I was like, oh my god. Gotcha. Oh man, this is rich people clothes. <laughs> I'm gonna be st- I'm gonna be friends these kids that's cool. Oh man, the third grade never looked so bright cuz I had a gotcha shirt. Like that and a uh, the fuck was it? A gecko? Gecko shirts? Like oh, gecko that brand? That gecko shirt. Yeah, 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 kind of <laughs> Okay, okay, you know remember early 90s. Okay. So apparently I heard you know what was the 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 Skechers, right? Skechers. You know who it's Skechers? Yes. I don't know if it's true. You know who Skechers used to be? I don't know if it's true. What? Guess. Uh, L.A. Gear. Really? So I don't know. Let's do our research, I guess. But apparently, I heard that Skechers or whoever had Skechers and they had to pivot and change things. But apparently, Skechers used to be L.A. Gear. Who remembers L.A. Gear? Those shoes, it was like, and now that I think about LA gear, the, Dude, there were I shoes. love my shoes that light up in the back. And yeah. then going back so to El Salvador, LA my dad, 
Tell me this, uh-huh. people. Okay, listeners, I want to know this. At my primo's podcast on Twitter, Instagram, everywhere. When you go visit a family member in your home country, and you go with nice shoes, how many of you had to leave them behind and give them to somebody? Because your mom <laughs> and dad were like, "Give it to them. We'll buy you a new pair when we get back." I want to hear from you because I always lost shoes because my mom, and my dad were like. We'll get you some shoes at home. And I never got my LA gears replaced. They were white <laughs> with teal. And the light in the back when I stepped on them were like that reddish color. I miss those okay, shoes. Okay. The LA gears that I remember, they were like, now that I think about it, LA gear were just like a knockoff of the Air Force One. But instead of the Nike swoosh, they had that little thing. It's kind of hard to describe. But in the middle where the swoosh would be, it was like... There was like little uh, strands or strips, and on both sides of the strips were different colors. Could have been blue and black, red or black, but they would twist the strips so you can see both. I don't know. Do you do you do you remember those? I remember British Knights, BKs. Oh, BKs. Oh, BKs. BKs. I remember those. BKs were the thing, and the LA gears were kind of like like ones, like Jordans. Like they were built that way, and they had yeah. like different colors, and they kind of gave you that look. That were so, those yeah, were re- the LA gears, and also the LA the gears I, would light up in the back. Yeah, of so on. the brands I remember then was LA Gear, uh, Re- Reebok. Oh yeah, Reebok uh, for sure. And uh, but Reebok is now you'll see it on Walmart. Filas, Filas took a dive. Fila was big in Salvador, and still I don't know if at least Dude, in the Fila 90s. Fila took a Fila dive was- and came back up midway. Like yeah, it, now, it, now it, they're it, trying like, to reestablish. It seems like Fila went down. Maybe it did well in the rest of the world, but at least here in the U.S., they were like, Ugh. and you would see their stuff on uh, fucking Target. You know Target what did or, a 180 uh, for me and I did not see coming? What? Champion. Because Champion wasn't this big, hot brand like it is right now. Champion was yeah. that like, oh, Champion is kind of lame because no one really wore it. No one really did anything. You found it everywhere. At Kmart, Walmart, you know, everywhere you would go look for stuff, you know, it would be champion clothes. And it was really affordable. And then I don't know where in the last three, four years, champion flipped, dude. And if champion is like everywhere and super fucking expensive now. You just reminded me of my champion shorts that I have. So, <laughs> see? Back awesome. in. Back, okay. Back in. No, because these clothes, they, they again, the, the, the example you brought that somebody would take a you know you would get like a hammy dust from somebody else yeah. and you know open a trash bag and you know, it was a bunch a bunch of gotcha. hammy dust anyways <laughs> uh i remember i was in salvador and maybe for my cousins or something they're like ah hey, you know what oh we got that tenemos ropa mandazo los hijos de chusi de la reina so i remember getting clothes and i got these orlando what was it the, the team from Magic. from orlando i think no 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 but the one with the Hornets. What was that team? Ma- was that Orlando? That was a... It's a basketball Charlotte, team with Charlotte Hasbro. Hornets. Something, I forgot. But I think it's from Florida. But it was the, the, the but basically the basketball team that had like their color was like a turquoise. Yeah, it was like a North. It was a Charlotte, North Carolina. It was Charlotte Hornets. Okay. So we had those shorts. We had two. They took two. One was the Space Jam ones, and one was the Hornet ones. The Space Jam one, I guess, because around that time in the 90s, Space Jam was in El Salvador, right? And so those disappeared. But I still have the 90s 
I still have the nineties. Uh whatever Charlotte Hornet shorts, they're all faded to, like there's no longer turquoise, it's like a, a fucking fade almost white from all the washing. And those God. shorts are more like more like boxers now. Back then they were like huge like they cover pretty much all my feet now. They're like little like little boxers. So I still have them. Those shorts have lasted me fuck two decades. Yeah, look, there <laughs> it is. Have... Charlotte Hornets. In the nineties, yeah, there was yeah. the Orlando Magic. That was a difference. Oh, okay. And also the uh, the fucking what was it? The Pelicans. Florida had like a college team, the Pelicans or the Horn like the I remember that was a thing. I don't know. I never yeah, in the Mighty Ducks. What the yeah. fuck was that, dude? Like we just fell in oh dude. So nineties, man. Nineties. The nineties. The Mighty Ducks movies led yeah. to the Mighty Ducks you know the the Disney bought the Mighty Ducks hockey team. Right, and they're like, "Fuck it, no one's no one's rooting for our team. Let's make a Disney movie, so people will start following our team, which worked, right?" Yeah, so the Mighty yeah. Ducks, and then you, hey, Mighty Ducks are a hockey team, cool. And there's a real one in Anaheim. Okay, hey, yeah. you know what? Let's buy the Angels of Anaheim. Might as well. Oh, no one's watching yeah. our games. Let's make a movie. Angels in the outfield. People are watching the Angels. Hey man, hey man. Uh, uh, it worked. It was it was magic. <laughs> we all believed it. You believed in the and magic? Did you wave your arms up and down? Wasn't it a JGL, right? Jason Gordon-Levitt oh, no, was, was in that movie. But no, but here's the thing, though. Damn. Like, there was something from the 90s that still reaches Salvador. But the thing is, I missed a lot of it. I came across the 90s. The 90s, I viewed it through El Salvador because I lived there. So I didn't see the 90s. Through your lens as a somebody who was so, how did there you see the nineties during the nineties? Was it like the eighties? Did you see Beverly Hills Cop and Bloodsport and and Crocodile Dundee? So the eighties. So, so obviously, obviously, since we were born in the eighties, I just either have fragments of memories from the eighties, but the majority I saw it in you know through movies, through films, music, and all that stuff, right? So that's how I remember the eighties. The eighties, the nineties. Whatever I saw from the nineties was. Latin America 90s, which was Super Campeones, Caballeros del Zodiaco, La Liga del Dragón. See, that's the thing. You saw no, 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 America in the 90s of exactly. Salvador. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, what was happening in the 90s when I was uh, over there, right? So, I so was, grunge uh, didn't hit you guys till like 2000. Pretty, like, I, I bet. No, the only reason why. Or did I they heard skip grunge, grunge altogether? The only reason why I, the, my first exposure to Kurt Cobain and this, and by that point he was already dead was because a cousin of mine who was Salvadorian, but they lived in Mexico for when, for my grand, when they came to visit my grandparents. So they were already in Mexico, but because they were adjacent to the U S they were getting more current music. From, well, hold on though. From, Think about this way. Why is it? So, and we'll get back to your story. I mean, I'm playing the Walter role here. Why is it? I just ignore okay. your, Okay. Conversation. Oh, I that, oh, what I oh, want to say. No, of uh, you know, because we, I mean, we, we gotta, gotta keep his spirit. Gotta alive. keep his spirit here, wherever he is, having a vision quest. Yeah. You know, <laughs> on, on ayahuasca, in 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 the desert, he's channeling me right now. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, so, why is it that when we think '90s music, we always go to Kurt Cobain? Is he the epitome or the poster child of grunge? Yeah, I mean. Yes, because again, in Salvador. No, but uh, in general, like this is not a Salvador 
But like no, 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 but no, no, but to a degree, yes, because it just shows the impact on how far. Uh, again, did I know of Alison Chain in El Salvador? No. Did I know of Nirvana in El Salvador? Yes. He they made that big of an imprint where some brown kids from Central America heard about them. So just I mean, if you take it that as a as your measuring stick, yeah, I would say uh, Kurt Cobain, Nirvana were the poster child because they were able to make that big of an impact. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I I, I mean, smells like Teen Spirit. For whatever bougie person comes here and tells me, oh, it's so played out. It was a great song. Can... It still is a great song. I mean, let's just be real. Yeah, anybody like, that criticizes them, I like. I don't know. Man, like, don't get me wrong. Like not that. the greatest band in the world at all. In my opinion, I'm more. I'm I'm that stuck up guy that goes. Soundgarden is my go to '90s grunge band. You know, that's me. You know. No, no, no. You're right. You're definitely right. Maybe not the greatest band in the world, but it does say something about them that they will be able to hit a chord. And leave that impression. So you can say whatever about them, and they're like, maybe I don't know. Like, let's say for other bands like Red Gundam style. Hey man, the, that fool <laughs> definitely hit some chord. He, some hey, you know, chord. he did leave an impression in the mid two thousands. Gundam style. No, no, but if it wasn't, but it wasn't because of him. Maybe we we, we would be getting K pop maybe a little bit later. K pop, you know mm. what we what we know here? What Blackpink? I rock this one song about them. I don't listen to the rest. But uh, this one song, I like it. Uh, BTS. BTS. Uh, yeah. uh, I have this one song that I like. Pop- Dude, I love music. Yeah. And I pop. Yeah. For whatever it is, like we got to give credit where it's due, right? Yes. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Nirvana made a huge impact. I mean, for a band that 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 uh, shines so bright for a, such a short time. Yeah. Yeah. They they really did. Yeah, they really did. So. And I just, I just, I don't know. I've always asked that question internally, where I'm like, "Is Nirvana the the only band that just comes to mind?" We go, "Okay, Eddie, go. Give me three grunge bands from the '90s. Go, Nirvana." And I would say Nirvana. Nir- I'm gonna tell you Nirvana, Alice in Chain, and either Pearl Jam or Soundgarden. Yeah, that's where it ends, right? Because that's the yeah. truth. Honestly, you can go Pearl Jam, Nirvana, Soundgarden. You're, you're safe. You're like yeah. perfectly safe, and you can go deeper. If you can name another one, me and Allison Chains, and you can name somebody else, I'd be like, oh, okay, cool. Like this guy knows what's up. I don't know. Does the tem- does the temple temple of the dog or the temple of the no dog? Stone Temple Pilots? Would you consider Stone them grunge? Is- no, no, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't. Uh, They're right there. Yes, on the cusp, at the but- very end, but at the very like. At the very edges of the, of the of the genre, they're like right there. Like oh, they definitely have a toe in the in the grunge pool. Anyways, we'll move forward because this is a whole another yeah. podcast about music. Because I used to have a podcast about music, guys. And actually, it's funny if you go on iTunes right now and look up Midnight Mixtapes. I'm still there. One thousand years ago, superstition and the sword ruled. It was a time of darkness. It was a world of fear. It was the age of gargoyles. Stone by day, warriors by night. We were betrayed by the humans we had sworn to protect. Frozen in stone by a magic spell for a thousand years. 
now here in Manhattan. The spell is broken. And we live again. We are defenders of the night. We are gargoyles. Speaking of the 90s, you know what? I've been obsessed with the 90s cartoon recently. Me and my wife have been watching it, trying to convince James to keep watching it, but he's not doesn't seem interested. Dude, really? do you remember do you remember the classic well-written? I don't know about animated, but still phenomenal story that deserves a reboot. Gargoyles. Ah oh, damn. So, Gargoyles I do remember the episodes that I did watch. I were in enjoyed. Spanish. No, both actually, not actually both. <laughs> and I and I'm, anything that's in English and subtitled in Spanish, I don't know either. I don't know if, if if that says something about me, but I don't know. Just never really liked it. Maybe because I know what? languages. I I the and it was better in English. But anyways, the thing is. Uh, Dude, I remember enjoying it. It was really good. No, it's really good. You know what? No bullshit. Me and my wife sat at breakfast this morning thinking, you know what? This is the most well-written, like, well, like, casted show that Disney has made in the cartoon 90s, I should say, because Goliath, the lead gargoyle, you know, that character, Mm -hmm. voiced by a black actor. The detective in the show is a Latina character. The police yes. captain is a Latina character. Like, everyone in there is very eclectic, very uh, a, a lot of races. Uh, female leads that are very strong. Even, like, Xanatos, the bad guy, is not an uh, old, evil white guy. Is a, like, a guy is either Latino or Middle Eastern uh, or from, you know, <clears throat> one of those countries. And the writing is fucking on point, man. Like the writing on there is is up to par with most scripts you see now on motion pictures. Like everything from it's an animated series, so yeah, it's a cartoon. There's gargoyles come to life. Okay, let's move beyond that. But the interactions between a stranger in a strange land, you know, that thing. Don't you think? Sorry to cut you off, but don't you think that the '90s was a renaissance of animation because obviously we had the good stuff, you know, the golden age, which was, or, uh, what, when the Disney movies, uh, like what, uh, Snow White, what is Snow Cinderella? White was in the right. fucking thirties and shit or twenties or something. No, no, right. So, and then there was like what, a, a lot of crappy cartoons. Not that I'm a, then you a, had a tra- Dumbo, Peter Pan, exactly. you know, all, all that stuff. Great films. A, a lot of great films. But the 90s was but more like, the... what was it? Uh, Beauty and the Beast? Aladdin? Yes, yes, yes. All that. Yeah, that's, okay. and that's what they call it. Like, it was like Disney's second renaissance, second golden age for Disney specifically, right? But just in that amazing in general, man, that, the, what was it, uh, the 70s and 80s? For my taste, a lot of it was horrible. You had for sure some golden nuggets in the rough, right? Some golden, uh, some diamonds in the rough, which was Thundercats, He Man, He Man. Hey, Kevin Smith is bringing back He Man, Master Universe, Netflix. Let's keep an eye out on that one because that looks dope. We'll 
Will do then. But yeah, but uh, oh, He Man from the 2000s better to me. I prefer He Man from the 2000s from the original. But regardless, the thing is, from 70s to 80s, that animation I wasn't feeling it. Especially, I mean, specifically. When it comes well, because what did you see in the seventies and eighties? You saw Hanna Barbera cartoons, man. Ooh, <laughs> they were yeah, fucking that, that drop. That drop. Yeah. In, put it this way: I was a kid, and I would see Tom and Jerry. I would see the. I would see what Tom and Jerry. You would see the, the, the Tex Avery cartoons, the Warner Brothers, all that stuff, right? From what forties, fifties, and sixties, all that stuff, right? Great stuff. But then the seventies the comes out and and you notice the drop in quality in animation in animation quality and one of those who you can track that quality of animation is Sid the Tom Marty and Jerry Croft. cartoons. I was I would say like the Tom and Jerry the Tom and Jerry cartoons because you saw when MGM had them right or what's it called the, the yeah MGM, yeah, MGM right? had them yeah yeah you you see their early stuff right. Because they would put, they put a lot of money in it because the, for the war effort, from my understanding, because you know all, this happened to all the animation industry, propaganda and all that stuff. Hey, but, but then, even the whatever. new Tom and Jerry, like if you want to come back to it, the quality yeah. of entertainment was. It, I think during the seventies, man, it was just getting content out there. There wasn't anything yes. really good in the seventies. What came out of the seventies that was good? <sighs> Maybe seventies, seventies, yeah, man. Saturday Night Maybe. Fever. Even that was kind of hard to sit through at the end. But point is that Sid Marty Croft stuff sucked. The Banana Splits sucked. A lot of yes. Hanna-Barbera stuff sucked. Huckleberry, Huckleberry Hounds sucked. Okay? Quick Draw McGraw sucked. All that shit wasn't good. I'm sorry. It Kung, wasn't. What was it? What was the Kung Fu dog? I forgot. The Kung Fu. I remember. Oh, uh, I the Jinx. Fu Manchu? Kung Fu. Or Kung Fu. Something Kung like that. Kung Fu. Oh, yeah. No. Fu, uh, yeah. 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 So I mean, uh, uh, there, again, I'm pretty sure there's some good stuff there, but uh, I don't know. Like overall, uh, there was a big quality drop in the '70s and '80s. '80s start to again, you, you do see the pick me up there in the Hong '80s. Hong Kong Fui was the, the the kung fu dog you were talking about. He was it's a like... janitor. If he was a janitor, I'm gonna I'm 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 try to see. Put the I'm gonna find a clip of the audio so you guys, for those who uh, maybe that jogs your memory. Who brought those in our uh, age bracket? But hey, yeah, but think about it. I remember tripping out that Hong Kong Fui was voiced by Scatman Crothers, which is a black actor. You know, you gotta, like, I don't know, man. You gotta <laughs> give him credit there. But... Hey, whatever. Small victory. Small victory. Yeah, uh, but yeah, he was a janitor, and then he would uh, transform to superhero, which was like a karate choppy or kofu master. <laughs> yes, he did. So... <laughs> A janitor. Hey, hey, hey! It's better. Uh, something different than your. What was your? Uh, what was your uh, trope? Uh, a secret billionaire that at night he fights crime. No, there was a janitor who fought crime. Yeah, we so, all love Batman. But, but anyways, but anyways, you know, eighties, seventies, and 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 eighties, you know, animation suffered, and then the nineties came. We got Ducktales. What was that one duck who was like a robot? Who came also in Ooh, dude, you mean Gizmo Duck, the coolest there duck you go. on one wheel? <laughs> so you Gizmo had, so you duck. had the Wire well, Gizmo Duck. Thank you for reminding me. This one, dude. Chip, Chip and Dale's Chip Rescue, and Rangers? Dale's Rescue Rangers. Yeah, that blue that. song alone yes. is fucking dope. Because the first episode doesn't explain anything. It just okay, literally so. goes into them going to a case, which my son was like. There's no context here. I burned my son out. I've taught him too well. 
Because I'm like, he gets like, well, how come there's no real origin here? Like, I don't understand the context. I'm just thrown into a story. And three episodes in, I'm not I'm not sold. I'm like, you're missing. Rescue Rangers yeah, so- shit coming home. The Disney Saturday, no, Disney Afternoon Classics collection on, like, I was playing on PlayStation. Uh-huh. Darkwing Duck. Darkwing Dark Duck. Duck. Uh, what was it? Dippin' Duck Rescue, Rescue Rangers. Rangers. You also had... Well, what is it? Ah, that one song. I'm going to try to link all the songs. So, for again, because I'm forgetting myself, but I, I know, know You're it. editing the but, show, so... Yeah. Put the link. So, so, right, there was... Uh, the, the Mighty Ducks had Manu, a TV show, Manu, too. Manu, Manu who, drew, who flew the Ooh, plane. Oh, Tailspin. Tailspin was dope. Tailspin. There you go, Tailspin. I, I, I even like I forget most of it but those jingles okay so again go back to night exactly tailspin tailspin and so and the thing is whatever the 90s did they saw the failures of the 70s and 80s and then I guess the companies took a chance on the young animators there's a good documentary on on YouTube when it comes to the ba- uh, Batman anime series and they oh, and man, they basically the Holy Grail, they, you mean, of, of yes. comic book cartoons? Yes. It's it a standard for today's animation. But anyways, so whatever happened in the 90s... You know what it is? Let me slow you down. It needed okay? to happen because... It goes back to my Gargoyles conversation because... The before animators... you continue, I just want to say... Okay, before you continue, I just want to say because the 90s, whatever, they saw something, they hit a... Re- they hit a... Uh, they found the formula because animation was great. Uh, story was awesome, well written, well balanced characters, well rounded characters, and they had jingles that again I'm forgetting the names of the shows, but I remember the shows because through the jingles. I don't know what happened in the '90s, but it happened and it's happened. It was, and, and this struck gold. You know, Ducktales the movie, Ducktales the show, the video game. They had a fucking trifecta, dude. I was Ducktales in. I was in. You know, Gargoyles was dope too. And it didn't... This is the thing I'm getting at. That the fact that with the Batman, the animated series... Okay? Not mm-hmm. so much with Justice League. I mean, it was good. I'll give it to him. Even the X-Men show. Like, I've heard a lot of a lot of people that I talk to that are in the comic book industry say, Dude, let's get real. All of us that are creating comic books right now are because of the X-Men animated series on Fox. Right? Because it was that mm-hmm. fucking good. Here's the difference. Those animated series did not underestimate its viewer. They didn't dumb yeah. it down. They made it yes. so well that your dad can sit next to you, watch Batman the animated series, and go, "Damn, that was dope!" Like, and this comes on every day. You know, like yeah, it, it brought you to the TV sh- to, to the TV and go, "Like, damn, this is dope. I'm down to watch it with you." You know, I still yeah. remember like specific episodes from Batman the animated series that I fucking love and consider classics, like. The Great Ghost episode. That fucking yeah. hits me in a certain way because as a creator and as a fan, wow, like you're you're living up to your hero, you know? Like that's just great writing. Yes. You know, and it kinda touches on things like when we look at anime and we're like, Oh, anime has this whole like so much going on for it, it's so cool, it's so embedded and they really care about lore and their story and manga and all this and they go, Yeah, American cartoons have the same thing. In the 90s. Right? Yeah. So, no, I agree because uh, shows like... Shows like, what, Animaniacs? Shows like Pinky and the Brain? All the stuff went... And uh, they took their audience seriously, as you mentioned. 
uh, because they knew they knew that the kids wouldn't understand at least the the specific. I guess it was like innuendos, but they knew that people were gonna be watching. So basically, who they they threw they threw the bait, and they knew whoever watches this, they will they will have a lot of people. Ah, uh, you know, what we're missing I think from right. that. The Disney afternoon show, it was, like you said, it was Scrooge McDuck and DuckTales, mm-hmm. right? Because who would think that an angry old man, greedy old duck would be a fucking hero, right? Yes. Then you have Tailspin, Baloo, Kit, right? Oh, man, good stuff. Chippendales, Rescue Rangers. What are we missing? You ready? Okay. You ready? But no, no, wait, wait. From Disney you. specific or what? No, this is Disney specific. Huh? This is Disney specific. Okay, 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 the okay. Disney afternoon after school, you ran home right after Power Rangers because that was the age I was in. That was early 90s. That was early 90s. Okay. You ready? Go for it. It was gummy bears. Something, something, something. Yes, that's older, bears. though. That's, yes, but that's older. Yes, I remember. But it was part of that collection, dude. It was part of that series. Yeah, it was, gummy bears. Yeah, it was, it was, Bouncing bears that drank a special grape juice, which we know was wine. They jumped around and bounced on things. It was so dumb, but it was fucking fun, and kids loved it, dude. And I watched okay. all that shit on Saturday mornings, though. I did watch yeah. Aladdin. I watched Hercules. I watched all those spinoffs, you know, and I fucking dug them, dude. Okay, so basically, pretty much TV animation that's. The format that you and I knew is dead because it was Saturday morning cartoons and then afternoon cartoons. Afternoon that's cartoons. Gone. There's no that's, more. There's no more afternoon cartoons. It's gone. The, yeah. Okay, so the because uh, I remember. It, don't you think it's a little bit interesting? I know you told me. Maybe I'm overthinking it, but to me, it was you had DC and Marvel on the same channel on the same time frame? Who am no, I talking about? No, you didn't. You didn't, man. You, you didn't. Uh, so I mean, because wasn't wasn't Batman... Justice League was on the double 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 WB? No, 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 not Justice League. Yeah. Oh, we're talking Batman the animated series. series and then X Men. They were yeah. on the same. So because they were both like on Fox. If I'm wrong, no, they were both. Yeah. Bro, they were both on Fox. Yeah. And that's to think to me, like these channels, these companies never thought. Now they have their own apps and the whole dedicated everything, right? It's true. But I know to me, it's like, huh. You know, they were in the same arena at one point, same time, you know. Uh, so I just find it interesting. So, I think that, and so let's bring it. Okay. Oh, sorry, go yeah. ahead. No, no. Well, what I was thinking is that I I enjoy the fact that Disney Plus has these shows because I can relive my childhood. I never saw yes. the end of Gargoyles. And I'm enjoying watching it right now as, a, as, as an older person, as a writer. And I go, damn, this was a great fucking twist. This was a great story. Like, oh, man, it mentions things from the Illuminati, time travel, <laughs> magic, you know, like racism, like all yeah. this shit is mixed in. It's like, oh, damn, Gargoyles. Yeah. Need to oh, read yeah, because right, yeah, know? Marvel, yeah, Marvel and Disney. Yeah, you're right. No, it, it so, was, no, oh, what was crazy. Yeah, I was going to say, um, sorry to cut you off, but yeah, like I was going to say, the reason why all those uh, company, all those animations, or at least have fond memories all within people of our age bracket was because again they took us seriously, and the next group that took their their audience seriously because at this point things had changed as well is now. It's well the I last was, let me step back ten a little years. Bit. Yes, you're right. No, you're you're right. 
you're, you're, you're right. Toonami. What Toonami did for animation, specifically for the anime community, but what Toonami did to the animation industry here in the is, I did it was like a pick-me-up as well. Because how many cartoons, like, what, like, uh, Batman, Superman, all that stuff, which is great. I, I love those shows. But they were, like, losing their steam. They were really trying to amp it up, but changing style and all that stuff. But I just remember, ah, I wasn't paying attention I as mean, much things can only as... go so far as mm-hmm. on nostalgia, right? Yeah. Things can only go so far mm-hmm. as nostalgia. So we needed Batman Beyond. We needed mm-hmm. a change-up. We needed Justice League... What is it? Justice League Universe or Forever, whatever the fuck, where they were all. It was, like, the, it was Justice League and then Justice League Unlimited. Yeah, Unlimited. Like we needed those shakeups, right? But we also yeah. needed things like um, Metalocalypse. <laughs> yeah. We needed. We needed. Uh, <laughs> you know, like the, like because the people that were in the nineties enjoying these cartoons are now adults. Yeah. You know, they're teenagers, or you know, they need this this change. So the fact that I love. Like that phrase that the creator didn't underestimate their audience. And so now I watch things with my son. And there is a, there is a, I'm not going to say, would you call it a new renaissance in animation? But there is something happening in the last five years, at least 10 years. I'll give him that because things like regular show, things like Adventure Time, things like, yes. you know, these shows yes. have come on Infinity Train. Like uh, Gravity Falls, shit like this. Like it's very meta, it's very self-aware, and it's something that me and you can sit down and watch with our kids. Like my Jimmy's, my my kid's eleven years old, fucking mm. loves Gravity Falls to death. And there's so I many haven't... references and regular show where he's listening to David Bowie because of regular show. You know what I mean? Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. I see. No, no, no. Okay, I see what you mean. Yes. So again, there's like been this fluctuation in animation, right? And to me, one of them who was uh, storytelling, us, and I love the animation, is the vehicle for it. Yes, to me was uh, right. So as you can see, um, that's why I'm the animator on Instagram, right? Uh, not that I do animation. Animator. Yeah, but it's because an animation left a great impact in my life. Again, early '90s, that stuff got into me. Then my state taste started to grow and then Toonami came they showed all the stuff that Toonami showed which was what of course Dragon Ball Z but then you got Cowboy Bebop then you had what uh Fully Samurai Jack not Fully Cully all that stuff uh Gundam Wing all the stuff that you know that we know Ghost about the uh, Ghost in the Shell Yu Yu Hakusho show uh, again that's Tenchi what I liked Muyo. about Toonami I remember all that too Yes, but we know what I liked about Toonami is because the little segment of Tom speaking to you, it was directly talking to you, taking you serious, giving you little advice that I thought was really good. That you know, that's why you hear a lot of people when you hear uh, when you hear uh, Steve Bloom talk about that era and how a lot of people come up to him and say, "Yeah, well, you raised me" and stuff like that. And you would think, "Yeah, you know, just the cartoon, whatever. Why take it so serious?" No, it left an imprint on people, so it speaks a lot. Now. There was then there was again a Cartoon Network because I, between Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network. I, well, think about Cartoon it. Network Here's the thing: the yeah. I didn't get into Toonami until I was way older because I had to pay for cable until I actually physically got a job and paid for <laughs> cable to be able to watch Adult Swim and Toonami and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Yeah. Other than that, I was on the networks like everybody else, right? Most Latinx yeah. people 
You fucking watch yeah. Fox. And that's it. Or the double, 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 WB. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, that's one thing I appreciate my dad for pre- paying for Cartoon Network because I got all those beatings from him. But cartoons, I, and it's <laughs> for you forgive him the you know beatings for cartoons. I'll, I'll put that's up sad. With I'll put up. That's sad. So, but yeah, like, so Cartoon uh, uh that's why you have a lot of references to their music with young rappers. They'll mention, uh, I think, The Weeknd. Uh, uh, I, I, all these rappers that I don't Dude, know. Dude, look but at Kanye. Already... He fucking literally did Akira in his fucking videos. Yeah. Like, so you hear a lot of references in anime again, and all this, at least in my opinion, because of Tsunami. Maybe it would have come out later on, but because Tsunami came us at the time, we have the, the references today. Now, again, then you would see, uh, like, again. You see companies just going for the money because you would see for the cheap shots, right? Or the low-hanging fruit because then you see shows like a Tsunami. I'm oh, sorry, like a Cartoon Network, like Annoying Orange, uh, even the Bratz uh, animation shows. Yeah. All this low-quality stuff like, oh, my God, this is this is crap. I don't know. I can't believe. Or like the, what, yeah. what was that? The Totally Drama Island. That's like. Well, Total who, Drama who? Island. There you go. I saw even as a teen, I was like, who's interested in this crap? If I wanted to watch a reality show. But this is the thing. I, I think go- at that point, you had aged out of who was watching that. Because yes, those sure, were sure. more reality show for kids. And it got weird. It, it wasn't as yeah. good. And for sure, and for sure those people who were in charge of those channels, they were like trying to read the, the audience. And they came out with the crap what they did. Well, yeah, think about right. it. Hey, Survivor's popular. And kids, yeah. you know, yeah. will watch cartoons. Why don't we make a kid's version of Survivor? And yeah. But let's gear it towards, you know, t- tweens and shit, you know? Like, so, you know? To, now, to, for me to bring up something. Now, with, with all this stuff that we've been mentioning, right, about 90s cartoons, uh, Western, mainly Western, right? But we all know, right, anime. And then anime was introduced to us, uh, to, to the world, but to us to the West here through Tsunami and all that stuff, right? So all that has been throughout all these years as we've been growing up, now all these people who saw these cartoons are now becoming the animators, are becoming the illustrators, comic book writers. It's been like a, and because of an internet where everything is, we're all just becoming one culture slowly. Um, now we're getting cartoons like... Uh, Mars Express, because the thing has already came out. I believe it already came out by. Yeah, I did. As far as it, uh, Jeremy Petting. And then, which is the one that I threw to you, Last Man. Now, I threw out that uh, recommendation a while ago, and I told it to you personally. I just have too much shit your... to watch, dude. But I finally <laughs> watched it, okay? It's hard. Because you, yeah. you know how it is. Hey. You gotta watch this, man. I don't have a hey, kid you in this You gotta watch that, man. You know, you gotta watch this. You gotta watch that. You gotta watch, hey, I'm a spider, so what? Which is fucking dope. You should watch it. Uh, which I appreciate hey, for the, the VRV because I am a spider, and so what is fucking dope. You should watch it. Yeah? Um, okay. Yeah, it was fucking great. Uh, anyways, um, Last Man. We'll, we'll close up shop here with Last Man because you did ask us to check out Last Man, but... I was very surprised that I would enjoy it as much as I have. Really? I really have. Because I'm not a guy that shies away. Animation style doesn't push me away. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. 
but the context does, right? If the story's shitty, okay. I don't care. If the story's good, I don't care about the, the fucking how good it looks. It can be shitty animation. If the story's good, I'm in, right? Right? And the music is fucking great. The story's good. The characters are lovable. Um, there's They're so short, the episodes, that they leave you wanting for more. So you're always kind of going to the next episode to see what happens next. This show is very mysterious on purpose. There's a lot of intent behind holding back information, but giving you alternative information to keep you busy at the at the same time. And so yeah. the character builds really well. So I I fucking I enjoy it. I mean, it's really good, really well done, and very well. Um, if you want to opt out for the voice acting, the dub version in English, it's well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you for in the English version. Uh, you'll hear for like if you're a veterano like us that watch uh, watch animation, you'll hear uh, some common uh, like you'll hear voices of like, "Well, I heard this in anime before." Now, what I liked about that animation is one is it takes a visual like uh, anime style influence in, in the animation style and the character yeah. design, but because it comes from a European because that that is a it's a it comes from a cartoon. I mean, sorry, from a, a, a French comic book. from a French comic book. So the way, whatever art, music, whatever they, they do over there is different from whatever's going to be in Japan or here in the US. So it's really a fresh take because now when I watch anime, a lot of it like, oh, magical schoolgirl, fangirl shot, uh, panty shot uh, here in the US. Uh, low-hanging fruit comedy and like eh, I mean I, some of it's good but I, I got tired of it to see something from a new perspective from a new angle it was just a breath of fresh air to use that cliche right and that's what I liked about it because yeah that you'll see they'll, they'll touch some adult subjects like sex but again it's from a fresh take I'll not just that but see the, the cultural French, references you never really yes. get the idea that French anime right but mm-hmm. the French have a very fucking strong film presence, you know? They, they have a very yeah. strong film presence that's very violent, very aggressive, that you kind of forget about, you know? Well, artists, and, artists is part a big part of their culture, art, so art, that's going to go yeah, to they music. give them a lot of liberty. Yeah, they, they're going to go to, and that you're going to see that in music, shows, films, series, everything, and animation is one of them. You know, I do give that because I, I used to, when I was in film school, we, we studied a film called Bay Moi. You know, Bay Moi is Rape Me. And a very aggressive, very dark, very aggressive film. But that movie stuck in my head because it was a film that didn't hold back its punches. And it was about women kind of... Basically, like, women taking control of of their environment and men that were very aggressive. And they were, they were very... In this film, in this world, when men are shit, pretty much. You know, which majority of the time we are but in this scenario these women take control and basically like just kind of become like a um how i don't know how to explain it but they take control of a situation they basically become badasses with guns and they just kill a bunch of bad guys you know that basically uh abuse women and things like that but that film stuck out and whenever you said french you know creation or french animation and the the way this show goes last man doesn't have anything to do with that but you kind of understand like oh okay well yeah it's french and me my correlation was it's gonna be violent it's gonna be adult it's gonna be aggressive it's gonna be some comedy because they do flirt with that you know there's a lot of comedy and violence gonna play 
hand in hand. I like how the anime influence is just sticks to the style. It still sticks to the style. Uh, and, and you can see that they had a budget because this cartoon, this animation, was kickstarted. Oh, I don't know. Fans funded, fans funded this animation. That's why it was only, it was only uh, 15 minutes long. So they had to, and so you know how, and that's one of the things that animation is pri- uh, praised upon because they had a budget, but with that budget, they knew how to make a full show. So yeah, you'll see that the animation sometimes a little bit choppy back in old anime. Now they progress into new techniques. You see that in this show. So you see, oh, they when they do a freeze frame, but they're using that perfectly where it should be. You don't see the choppiness because it's like a lack of budget. If you see it, pretty much everything to me seems is they knew what they were doing and it was on purpose. So uh, that's again, like, as we touched up upon before, uh, they take their series with all the topics that they touch upon. They take their audience seriously. They don't under, they don't dumb down things for us, and they and they know that we can't understand difficult subjects. They didn't cut so. corners. What they did was they they were craftsmen with what they were able to do. Yes, it was what the tools they, they had. So I can appreciate that. Like, what is it? The that phrase we always hear. Uh, Need is the mother of all creation, something like that. Like, oh, well, yeah, what was it? No, was it uh, yes, uh, but you're right, uh, necessity, yeah, it's the mom, is the mother of, of the mother of inventions of creation, something or? like that. But you know what? I've had two beers in me right now, and uh, okay. an hour and a half of talking, so I'm not, I'm not gonna be in this, <laughs> the best answer to best person to tell you <laughs> right now what that is. But point <laughs> is that I can recognize where if I didn't know it was kickstarted, that's dope because that means I think that. We can kickstart our my primo's cartoon series, which <laughs> you need to animate, but you're being lazy about it, and yeah, you need to do something that, like about I said, this. Like I to touch upon my episode, memoirs of a Eden. Uh, like Go I back, mentioned, guys. it's like Listen I'm just very, I'm very, I'm very insecure about my stuff. Oh man, you just gotta but, do it. But what I was gonna say, uh, if I were to do something, it would be uh, something about something about love the Civil War. I feel like. Uh, animation where you I don't know I feel like well, that's one thing that I like I about think we animation. should make a cartoon about you basically being a fish out of water in El Salvador and make it a comedy series about a, <laughs> an Americanized boy going to El Salvador being dropped in that scenario and all the things you have to deal with or the other way around a Salvador kid dropped in America at a certain point in time and adapting there's something there, man. There's something there. I but would, we'll work I would that definitely out. go with the with the with the with the former what you just said because we've always seen and not only Salvador but like in Mexico about Mexicans like all uh, oh, the kid who crossed the border and all that stuff, right? But what so if they cross the go, other way, right? Yeah. So so like you said before, like uh, me going over there and our experience, right? Because then we could do something about how because when I went there. It was at the end of the Civil War, so imagine an animation of that. That would be rebuilding and all that. Just yeah, the rebuild. We could see the rebuilding, the kind aftermath of, of the war. Yeah, right? things still kind of carrying over. Some old guard are still like, Fuck and you guys. it would and... be because, and we would be because I'm seeing it through the lens of an American, right? Because at the time, true. because uh, when I went over there, I'll, yeah, I, even though I was given food, Salvadorian food, all that stuff, but I didn't know what was it. Even in Salvador, I thought it was Mexican. So there you oh. go. 
but again to go back to the last man awesome cartoon i love it uh again it, like i mentioned in my episode it it re-sparked my interest in animation uh because i was getting as much as i love anime i was getting tired of the of the fan service you know uh, there's more out there, everybody. There's more out there. Yeah, so, but open yeah. yourself up, and maybe we'll be the yeah. next, the next frontier. Latinx yeah. anime, Mex yeah. anime, Hispanime, yeah. Latinime. I don't know. There's <laughs> something there. But we'll we'll figure it out, everybody. But I want to thank you guys for listening. I think we reached the end of our show a little longer than I expected. I think to be honest with you. Yes. Yes. Uh, but you're now, in Hawaii. Uh, I, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, Go ahead. Oh no, just to before you close out. Uh, uh, to, to, uh, one more thing about animation. So there was, and Walt, I think Walter mentioned it a while, a couple of episodes ago. I like when they take the audience seriously. And uh, because here's an example where they just give you what they what you, what you they think that the audience wants. Uh, there was one uh, like cartoon called Seis Manos. And it was like Mexican martial arts, pretty much. Yeah. And yeah, it's like, oh, they, they have a great chance. When I saw it, to be honest, not, it was I didn't like it because it feels oh, martial arts gore and everything. And I was Zombies. like, I don't know. It just it, it, I didn't feel it because it's like oh, they're just giving us what they think we want, which is uh, blood, gore, and well, I don't know there was sex because I did I, I I was watching it. Hey, you know what? Not for me. Just just going for again, giving me low hanging fruit. So, uh, may then that's why like if we could do animation, that like uh, like. Like with the one we just mentioned, that idea there, that that would be great. If anybody out there who's into storyboarding, uh, a writer like Stanley, hey, you just hey, meet us at the at the Discord. We can start. Hey man, let's go back to the Discord. Thank you for those that have joined the Discord and been joining the conversations. I really appreciate it. It's fun. The fact that we can go there, have conversations about anything. Feel free to hit our link tree. Which is on our social media at My Primo's Podcast. Hit that link tree, join the Discord. There's conversations about everything from recommendations, news, uh, comic books, anime, just conversations in general. So definitely hit us up in the Discord. We never know what we can spring from there. We can collaborate, help each other out, grow. Yeah. But I'm Primo's. Put, uh, like I said, I'm going to link, I'm gonna link uh, a trailer for Last Man and a playlist to La Diga del Dragon and see if you guys like it. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you, dude. I know you're in Hawaii. Like I said, I appreciate you making the time, dude. And uh, if we ever get, uh, if we ever can ever wrangle Walter back from his uh, his hey, uh, vision quest, <laughs> okay, <laughs> one or the other. But uh, we definitely appreciate you coming on, man. Thanks for your, do all the work you do on the show. I appreciate it, and of course the fans do as well. But feel free to reach out to us, guys, at My Primos Podcast on all social media. Eddie, take us out, man. Give us some words of wisdom, something to uh, close out the episode. Uh, if, so t- earlier today we went to this place called uh, well it wasn't Diamond Head it was actually it was Popo or Pupu something actually so sorry but that was the name Popo or Pupu something alright I'm there yeah I, I forgot so sorry for all the, if you don't have any Hawaiian listeners uh, but it was in uh, in, in, or in uh, hold on before you end it can I just say yeah. that I love that you were like all over the fucking map you're like one minute you're in San Francisco at an orgy. <laughs> Next you're in Hawaii at another orgy. <laughs> I'm just digging this orgy tour you're on. But anyways, keep going. Uh, you know, but I don't know. Uh, uh, you know me, orgy. Uh, you're an orgy man. Say, um, no, 
uh, this trip, uh, I know that where I'm here, where I'm at in Hawaii, it's catered to the tourists, and uh, a lot of people are being trampled upon. But one thing that I like about that seems like it's really appreciative here is the nature of the beauty of nature, and it makes me think about that stuff. Like, hey, so hey guys, you know, let's just be nice to our Mother Earth. Uh, I like the chill vibes over here, so maybe we can uh, channel that to the rest of the world. And you know, it's uh, again going back to the I said before let live, live and let that. Yeah, and don't get tinted windows because it makes you an asshole. Oh, yeah, man, <laughs> fuck you. If you're tinted windows, you're an asshole. I'm sorry. Make a change, <laughs> make it better. I love you guys. Adios.